Let's talk No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky has been out for a little over a month and a half now. And it's gone from being one of the most hyped and anticipated game releases of recent years to one of the most reviled games in the gaming industry. What caused this turnaround? What caused this highly, highly anticipated and looked forward to game to be met with such scorn and distaste by the gaming community? Largely, it's because you don't do anything in No Man's Sky. And honestly, our first clue that there could have been a problem with this game was every time that Sean Murray was asked, what do you do in No Man's Sky? He wasn't really able to conclusively answer the question. When you were asked while you're selling your game, what do you do? You should be able to fire up the game, play the game in front of them, and anyone who actually understands video games and is under the age of 80 should be able to basically understand this question. Hey, I'm playing Call of Duty. What do you do? Uh, you try to kill the other team, and it's a four-on-four death match. Oh, this is pretty simple. Hey, it's Star Wars Battlefront. What is it? It's Call of Duty set to Star Wars. Got it. Uh, this is Elder Scrolls V. What is it? It's an RPG in a fantasy land that's kind of Earth, but not Earth, with elves and humans and dwarves and things and dragons. Got it. I understand it. Hey, what is this Super Mario? You run through levels jumping on things and you try to play the, save the princess. Hey, Sean Murray, what is No Man's Sky? Well, you see, you can go to a hot planet or a cold planet. Oh, and here's uh, the factions and you can choose to, to help one of the factions. Bullshit. No, you can't. Played the game for six weeks. I have no idea what any of the interactions with the factions in this game mean doesn't impact gameplay. The bottom line here with this game is that Hello Games and Sean Murray created possibly the largest, most beautiful sandbox that the gaming community has ever seen. This sandbox is truly near infinite in size. If you wanted to walk around a planet, it would take you the time to walk around a planet that it would actually walk around a planet of that size. There's 18 quintillion of them. This is a huge sandbox. And the game is beautiful. The game is absolutely stunning graphically. It is a beautiful game. The soundtrack is amazing. But they forgot to give you anything to do. It's almost as if you went to the person who created this sandbox and said, this is the largest, greatest sandbox the world has ever seen, Sean. But all you put in it is a pail and a shovel. What in the hell am I supposed to do in this beautiful sandbox? Well, you see, Scott, you fill up your pail. And when you fill up your pail with sand, you can trade it in for a bigger pail and a bigger shovel. Then what? You fill up your pail. And when you fill up your pail, you can trade it in for a bigger shovel and a bigger pail so you can collect more sand. And eventually, you'll get to the center of the sandbox, Scott. Give me back my goddamn $60. It's probably what I should have done, like everyone else on Steam. But I actually paid for the game, and I just have to accept the fact that I bought a game that wasn't finished. And this is the real problem with No Man's Sky. They didn't take the time to actually finish the game. So for those of you who haven't played the game, essentially, you're either following the path of the Atlas, which not quite sure what the Atlas is. It's a giant red ball that seems to command you to follow it mysteriously, 
to reach the center of the galaxy while collecting Atlas stones. I'm not positive here, but there's not really much to this game. That's my understanding of the Atlas after six weeks of playing the game. Or you can just roam around aimlessly collecting resources. So you land on a planet, and you explore it. None of the animals really attack each other. Occasionally an animal will attack you, which you'll easily dispatch by either rocket boosting to a high rock and shooting it to death from there, or just shooting it a couple times or running back into your ship. You mine some stuff. Maybe the Sentinels will attack you if you're mining something valuable. If you get killed by the Sentinels, you're an idiot, and uh, you probably couldn't play any video game out there without dying. Uh, The Sentinels should only kill you like maybe one time when you're first playing the game if you don't understand the mechanics of the gameplay. But after you mine all of your materials, you then go trade it in through the Intergalactic Trade Network computer for pre-established prices that really don't seem to be impacted in any meaningful way by your location. Yeah, sometimes gold's worth slightly more or slightly less somewhere. Doesn't ever really seem to matter based on your location. And then when you get enough money, you trade that in for another ship. And maybe when you're on the planet, you're looking for some of the cool things that were promised. One of the things that were promised in this game were large structures to explore and crash ships to explore. When you're on a planet, you're looking for an obelisk. When you find this obelisk, it's supposed to be revealing one of the hidden core truths of the galaxy. And you're supposed to be secretly uncovering the hidden wisdom of the No Man's Sky universe. Here's what really happens. You go to one of the four types of obelisks. You hit a button. And it says, you've learned the Gek word for need. And then you hit another button. And it says, you've learned the Gek word for isotope. And it gives you some, it doesn't even give you a cut screen. It just kind of zooms in on some text that the game scrolls for you. And gives you some half-assed philosophical script that's supposed to mean something, but really doesn't. And you learned an alien word. Good, Sean! What the fuck am I going to do with the geck word for isotope? How did this actually make the game any better? So the next time I go to a trading center and it goes, Google, gobble, gobble, need, Google, isotope, gobble, Google, I can actually have some concept that... What I need to give him is one of the isotope resources I have instead of uh, a mineral. So he doesn't want gold. Gotcha. There's no point to this game. And this is the problem. It's a relaxing game. I've spent many a night with it just killing time. And it's great for curing your OCD. And if you have OCD, you will understand how it can be extremely calming to watch an entire vein of gold disappear and you get every single last drop of it. That's another problem with the game. Planetary physics don't work. If you mine the gold and you mine it from the bottom, the top will just remain there floating in the air because there's no physics in this game. And that's one of the things that Sean promised was physics. But I digress. It's a calming game. It works well for calming OCD tendencies or anxiety tendencies. And if you're just looking for a relaxing way to goof around and kill an evening, it's probably not bad. But after you've played this game for 15 hours, you realize that there's absolutely no point. No Man's Sky still has the potential to be one of the best video games ever released. Because the sandbox, the universe, is there. 
some tweaks of the procedural generation matrix so that animals don't all look to be some kind of combination of a dog, lizard, cat, dinosaur, monkey thing, chicken, cow, horse, would help the game some. Procedural generation to create more randomness. Planetary physics that actually mattered and impacted the game. Tweak the sandbox just a bit. And then have these factions actually interact. Allow the players to choose which faction they want to align with. And then allow the players different ways to play the game. You want to be a smuggler? Fine. You want to be a pirate? Fine. You want to be a trader? Fine. You want to be a drifter? Fine. You want to be a miner? Fine. Right now, there's one way to play the game. And that's acquire resources and trade them in for a faster ship and more resources to reach the center of the galaxy. Do I hate Sean Murray? No. Do I hate Hello Games? No. I respect what he set out to do. And what he set out to do was give you a pure science fiction exploration game. And the idea and the concept was beautiful and ingenious. But the game's not ready. The game probably needed three or four more years of development. So the only way to save No Man's Sky is to get a team of developers in there to give us something to do. Give us some storyline to follow. Give us some interaction to follow. Give us something so that when we're playing the game, we feel like we're accomplishing something. In this way, you can take and save one of the most anticipated games of the last few years from being one of the most reviled games in gaming history. It's all on you, Sean. Give us some DLC that means something. Fix some of these patches. Start delivering on things that were promised in the game. And most importantly, find a way to answer the question from the beginning that everyone has been asking you. What do you do in No Man's Sky? Because right now, the answer is absolutely nothing. This has been a quick rant, a production of RavingLunaticMedia.com.